back. We are back. We're back. We had to take a week off. Unfortunately, we had a bunch of stuff planned, but Mm -hmm. um, I was like going to Canada on our live stream for Patreon, apparently. (laughs) It's just so funny because like when I was in LA, I was like, it maybe because I was so engrossed in our live stream that we had. By the way, this is NMR. I'm Darren Carp, John Thrasher. Hi, hello, Um, thank you. Hello, thank you. I was so engrossed in our live stream that I was like, I didn't even realize that I was like in the Uber for that long, even though I was there pretty much the entire time. And like just the people's comments of being like, where are you going? Like Antarctica? And I was like, I'm in Los Angeles. That should speak for itself of how long (laughs) it takes to get any fucking where ever. I mean, just to recap for those who might not have been there, Darren did the entire live stream from an Uber and yep. I would say about 40 minutes in, people are in Darren's still in the car and they're like, is she going to John's house? Is she going to Nebraska, Alaska, whatever else ska that there may be? Nebraska and Alaska. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. Well, it, it was, I thought it was it fun. Was so it, added, much fun. it added a little spice to our, uh, you know, our live stream. We need a little, we need a change up every once in a while. So doing it from a, Maybe I'll do one for my Tessie next time. You know, who knows? You should do one for your little yeah. test test. Um, yeah. yeah, it was just, <laughs> oh my God, I needed like, I needed a whole week to recover from fucking Coachella. I swear to God. Like, I know. You had insane. a very busy few days. How was Coachella, by the way? It was fun. I mean, I had a great time with Nadine. I always have a good time with Nadine. So mm-hmm. nothing like personally was bad. I just think that there's just too many people. Yeah. Like, I don't it's know if I'm at that age. It's become a bit of a thing. Just, yeah. It's just too many people and no one's there for like the music. Yeah. You know, it just feels like people are there for the scene. For Instagram. And I am just like, I'm just one of those people that like, I don't know. Like, I just have this adverse reaction to things like, I don't feel the need to post all the time. Like there are days, weeks that go by that I don't post to my story or don't post. Like, I don't know. I just feel like, and, (laughs) and sometimes I have FOMO about that. Sometimes I'm like, should I be doing this? Mm -hmm. And then other times I'm like, you know what? I mean, who am I living my life for? Right. Me or everyone else. Yeah. And that's how, and that's how Coachella felt. It just felt like if you weren't on your phone gramming it, did you even go? (laughs) Were you even there? You know? Right. Were you even well, there? Well, did but, you hear any no. music that you liked? Did you have an experience around yes. those concerts? Like, what were some of the highlights? Gorillas were amazing. Blondie was awesome. Um, nice. I loved seeing her. We saw a little of Bad Bunny, uh, who I don't, <gasps> like, I know him. Yeah. But I don't, it's not like I'm, like, a huge, like, oh, the headliners were Bad Bunny, um, Frank Ocean. I heard And then drama. Calvin Harris. Yeah. The mm-hmm. Frank Ocean drama, I'm not a fan of Frank Ocean, so we yeah. left. Like, we were okay. waiting for 30 minutes just to see a song, but we actually had to f- drive back that night because I had work the next day. And yeah. then it turned out, you know, that whole thing he, where he, like, yeah. didn't even come out. And I right. just, I have a really big problem with that. I mean, I know that, I remember you went to that Lady Gaga show where you were waiting for, like, two and a half <laughs> hours for her to come out at, like, the stadium or something. Maybe it was City yeah. Field or... Yeah, I, I can't remember. Right. And I think it was you. I think it was you. And, yep. you know, she had like sciatica or she had some bad back problem and she came out to it. And listen, if you can't perform a show because of your health, I have empathy for that. Yeah, of course. It's physical. When you like, absolutely. But like you make it up to your fans in some sort of way, right? Like I don't like, like, you know, Madonna just comes out three hours late because she's like, well, people will wait for me. And it's like, no, 
You know, like no yeah. one is worth that for me. Like, why are you treating your fans like you're yeah. the coolest person in town? I just and then Frank Ocean <laughs> just had all these excuses. And like, you know, you never know. Like, you never know the reason behind something. Maybe he had really high anxiety. I don't know. But yeah. if you did and you were scared to perform or you didn't want everything right, be honest with your fans and be yeah. authentic. Because of the truth of the matter is, is like otherwise you otherwise, unless you are honest, you just look like a prick. Yeah, for sure. I agree. So well, I just didn't like that. That it was sounds just like, rubbed me the wrong way. Sounds like somebody needs to hire you as their manager. That's all I'm gonna say about that. You you I run a tight so. ship around here. This is why Andy has kept you on kept you on the on the pay payroll. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> How is Andy, as you by should, the way? I feel like we never talk about Andy. He's good. good. We're actually gonna be in St. Louis next weekend. I'm taking Nadine and He's getting a star um, for the St. Louis like Walk of Fame. Ooh. And then we're going to go to a Cardinals game. He's got a book event. Nice. And he invited me to come with him. And I just love hanging out with like his family. Yeah. Like his parents are just I know, amazing. You've mentioned that before, so yeah. it's been really fun. And he like, you know, off, you know, I'm taking Nadine and she's never been to St. Louis. Oh, okay. So it's really cool to just like go to a different place. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to it. If anyone out there has any good St. Louis recommendations or is from there, yeah. please let me know because I would love to take Nadine. And have a really good time. And then I got to go back to L.A. again for a week. And then I'll be like around and done and traveling until basically I move. It's almost like you need to just move to L.A. or something. I don't know. Call me crazy. But, you know. It does seem like that. But eh, that's for losers. I heard you <laughs> went away, too. I, I know. I went been away to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I went to Pittsburgh over the weekend. Pittsburgh is about two hours from where I live. And I used to go there a lot. I went to WVU, for those who don't know, which is about an hour south of Pittsburgh. So, you know, on the weekends, every once in a while, I'd pop up there when I was in college and stuff. But uh, now I have a lot of best friends that live up there. So I went up with um, one of my other best friends just for the weekend and hung out and ate some of the most delicious food. First of all, we all know this. If you live in a city, you've probably had insomnia cookies. But like, Darren, have you ever had insomnia cookies? Are you a- since I was like two? Uh, I mean, they've been around in New York City. I don't know if they started here or not, but like I didn't even it's know. It's one that. of the only like hot cookie delivery places around here that opens yeah. till like three. Yeah, they're open super late. I never really messed with insomnia cookies in New York City for some reason. The first time I ever had them was in Dallas, weirdly, about a year ago, uh, when I was there for work. And wow, just so delicious. They're so bad. They're like six hundred calories for you, but. You know, budget your budget your workout, budget your meals around them, and have a six hundred. It's a good little treat. It's so when they good. show up hot, is like the best, and like that. Well, pizza let me tell you box, something. Yeah, in the pizza the box, that's so funny. We had that in the the s'mores, a hot s'mores insomnia cookie, girl, life changing. But see, I'm about the snickerdoodle, but I okay, get it. You like a good snickerdoodle? I like a I chunky, do. chunky chocolate and marshmallow. That's my vibe. Mm. But I also wanted to give a little shout out to a really great brunch spot. If you're ever in Pittsburgh, it's called the Speckled Egg. And it's right in downtown Pittsburgh. It's in this like old timey building that looks like it would be like a bank or something. But when you walk in, it's a bunch of little brunch spots. We had, I had a grill. It was like a rainy kind of cold day for for this time of year. It was really warm about a month ago. And then the the weather's kind of gotten back to normal recently. But Really imagine this. Okay, downtown Pittsburgh, a gray, rainy afternoon, two of your best friends. It feels like fall, kind of. I had a grilled cheese with all different Mm. types of grilled cheese with arugula and caramelized onions inside of it Mm. with a Mm. tomato bisque. 
Oh my good. It was so good. By the way, something called the speckled egg just sounds like a brunch spot. You know what I mean? Like it just gives a brunch vibe. Um love that. But yeah, it was a really fun weekend. Shout out to my friends Brianna and Matt and Brittany even, although I didn't get to see Brittany, unfortunately. But, you know, tons of good friends that live in Pittsburgh, and I just had such a great time. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. Oh, that sounds amazing. It, it, it yeah. is amazing. I need to update you about magic really quickly. Oh, there, what happened to my boyfriend? Oh, there's there's drama, okay? What happened? Last week, magic escaped from my house three times. What? Let me tell you what happened, okay? So I live in a little bit of an older house, okay? Right. My front door, if you don't... I also changed the front door uh, doorknob so that it's a code and not a key to get in. So I probably messed up the doorknob, but nonetheless, if it doesn't shut solidly and the wind is blowing, it will open, okay? Okay. Well, that happened twice last week, Tuesday and Wednesday. And um, luckily, I to put a screen door on there. Babes. I know I need to do something. So the uh, the first time caught him right away. I was like, what are you doing? Get in this house. You are grounded. The second time, don't know how long my front door was wide open. It was like the windiest. Day. It was literally like, you know, when Dorothy is trying to get into the storm cellar in the Wizard of Oz. It was that. Of course. It was that. Uh, he was missing for like 25 minutes. I was walking up and down the street like. Where, oh my God, it's so terrifying. I know. I was I was like panicked, but I've I was been like, there. I was panicked, but I was like, I think I'm gonna find him. I also have an air tag collar on him. So like mm. luckily if he goes missing, there's a better chance at least that I'd find him. Well, within 20 minutes I found him. He was sitting in my neighbor's yard. I was like, what get get your ass in my in that house. And he didn't like run away. He didn't run away. Like, he was just right across the street sitting in the neighbor's yard. But like when you tried to go like pick him up. So when I went to pick him up, I didn't go in my neighbor's yard cuz he saw me, meowed, knew he was in trouble, okay? Uh, and then uh, ran over and then ran into the house and I was like, "Get your ass." You know, he was in trouble. He was in trouble. Uh, and then here's the one thing that was like out of nowhere. So like Did you give him a treat for being a good boy? Um eventually I think I did. I was kind of mad okay. at him at first. You know, I don't want to reward him running outside. Not that that's what the reward would be, but you know, in that moment I was still kind of pissed off. But listen, let me also re let me as most of you know, I you know, he was an outdoor cat. I rescued him from the streets. He ran right. into a house. Uh my friend's house, Courtney's house. So so that was that. So then I think Thursday of last week, I come home from lunch, you know, went, went out and grabbed lunch, come home, walk in the door and he didn't greet me. And I was like, that's weird. Usually he comes running from wherever he is in the house up to me and meows. He gives you the classic, like, how are you, honey? And they're like, fine. Fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Right. Yeah, exactly that. So then I walk upstairs to my office and I'm like, no, that's kind of weird. Like, no matter where he is in the house, you hear him jump off the bed or jump down off the, sh the chair. And he has a little dingle dangly collar. So I always know when he's running around, but didn't hear it. And I was like, something's up. I don't like this. And I was like, no, the doors close everything. I look over. I had my window open with a screen in it. He busted through the screen of my window and escaped the house. Wow. To my front porch. So I opened the door to my front porch and my neighbors are like, hey, your cat's right there. I was like, thanks. Yeah, looking for him. 
And uh, luckily, he must have just done it when I like pulled into the house. But like another case where he could have been missing. So now I've had to keep all the doors closed. So I posted about. I mean, listen, yeah. he's a fucking cat. Yeah. Of course, they want to go outside. Well, especially this one, right? That's where he lived. That's and it's nice right. out again. So maybe he wants to be outside. So I posted this on my Instagram story. So many of you guys listening message me and they were like, by the way, like it might be time to get a leash or some kind of outdoor patio. I told you the leash. AKA a catio. I know you did tell me that. So I'm I'm finally I just want to let everybody know thank you for your kind words. Everyone was so concerned and and helpful. I am going to figure out what to do. I'm nervous about a leash, though, because I'm like, I don't know. I just worry he's going to escape again, even from the leash. And I'm just I'm just one of those helicopter parents that doesn't want their child to ever be in any kind of danger. But you're like, he's like a little bubble boy. Yeah, exactly. He really is. No, I know. This is what I worry yeah. about is actually like becoming a mom. It's tough. Not only with actual children, children yeah. but with like animals yeah. where I'm just like. I'm a worrier. Will I be able to handle? Yeah, like will yeah. I be able to handle them leaving the house at any given time? <laughs> yeah. Will, will I ever be able to have fun? I I don't again? know that you will. But let me say this too. The other idea that somebody sent to me, and I apologize, I don't have it up on my Instagram, was putting a cage outside of a window and creating a little like uh, cat door so that they can go out of the window. And mm. into the outside. Right. So they can feel like they're still they're outside. outside but there's way. like a cage. Yeah. And I'm like, do I want to do that? I mean, that's a whole construction business that I'm not in. But, um, you know, I'm thinking about it. It seems like he really does want to be outside. I can't have him busting through the windows. I love having um, the the windows open in the spring and, and early summer when it's just the right temperature. So it's been really annoying that I've had to keep them closed. But anyway. My parents had a screened-in like porch, you know, like so when you perfect. go to our house, and that was kind of the perfect, perfect thing. Even though they tried to claw that screen for years I'm and sure. years to come, yeah, um, and try and get out. Um, did I ever tell you the story of like when I was in high school? So my boyfriend in high school, Jamie, he lived up the block for me. Okay, I met him. He won a million dollars. Yep, he did. <laughs> I, he was up the block for me, and I get a call from my mom, and I must have been a sophomore in high school. Because I think my brother was home and my brother was a senior when I was a freshman. So if I was a sophomore, he was already in college. Yeah. Anyway, I get a call from my mom up the street and she's like, can you come home? I need your help. And I was like, sure. <laughs> so he ran home. The reason it's it's just that like I literally ran home in three minutes because yeah. he was at the top of my street. And I see my cat Calliope like teetering <sighs> on her loose <sighs> like this. Teetering. She made it to the top of the roof. Okay. Oh Not God. like an apartment building that had like a flat roof. Like I'm talking like, yeah. you know, like a, when you draw a house. Yeah, a triangular. Like that's what our house looks yeah, like. Right? Like a triangular yeah. roof. And she's like, boop, 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 boop. Oh my God. She had obviously gotten out and like she was a Maine Coon. And if you look mm, up Maine Coons, yeah. I mean, they're just big, fluffy, furry animals. Yeah. And they're amazing. And my mom was like, I cannot get up there. Like, I don't know what to do. So I had to like put on sneakers. Oh my God. Which? <laughs> I go out of my parents' bedroom window, right onto their ledge. And then climb up the roof, Ooh. right, by myself. No grip. I think I was in Converse or something. Like, no grip. And I was just praying that Clypey wasn't going to run away mm -hmm. because what was I going to do then? Oh, my God. And then I had to climb back down the roof oh, with her in my arms 
through the window. Oh my god! And you saved her life. Your mom was like, "Darren, can you come risk your life, not mine? I need to. We need to get the." Well, I mean, I would have obviously for my girl, but yeah, yeah. she was just. I mean, what? What? A, I know she was. Is just, she still she with was, us? Is Calliope still with us? Fortunately not. She had oh. cat. She had a feline leukemia at age eleven, That's tough. and she. It was so hard because when you have that, yeah. and I didn't realize because I never. First off, it's contagious to other animals. Yes, it's a, contagious to other cats. Yes. So. Our cat Skeezix had to be separated, mm. but you know, I, I think it was in my senior year of college. You know, one day, mm. my mom was like, "Clypey's not well," like, and she was just yeah. in the corner. And you can always tell when, like, specifically animals, just like so, yeah. it's one thing if they're throwing up, cats throw up. Like, it's like human <laughs> beings, like they throw up. That's not the point. Right. She was like a shell of herself yeah. in the corner of my bed, and she never left. Oh. And we had to like take her in, and it was just like, it, yeah. it happened so suddenly. Right. I don't even remember. I'm thankfully we got her for like about 11 years, yeah, but even 11 good. for an indoor cat that's, is pretty young. Yeah, that is. Yeah. You know, cats tend to live to be like 14, 15. Yeah. I know a cat that's like 22. Like <laughs> if, you, if they're an indoor cat and they're fed well and they have good health, right. you know, they can live into the teens. Yeah. Not a problem, right. you know? Um, we had Skeezix until he was 16 and a half, so that was really good. But, yeah, she was just a little baby. And I'll always remember, like, that story, you know, of just, yeah. like, her being, her being that, like, wild, <laughs> yes. rambunctious, you know, teenager or yeah. whatever. But I'm glad Magic is home. I mean, Thank the good you. news is, is, like, he he knows he, he knows where home. his biscuit is buttered. Yes, that's true. He knows true. where his biscuit is. Is buttered. and I think that's why I wasn't so panicked because I know how. By the way, he's humongous now. He has to have gained five, six, seven, eight pounds. Like he's like a big chunker these days. So he's I, chomp. yeah, he's, he's a chunk. He's hungry. He's, he's, hungry. he's hungry and hangry at any given moment. So okay, I relate. Yeah, that's true. So magic is home. He's eating. He's doing his normal stuff, and we're gonna figure out a situation for him to be outside. But. Uh, Darren, let's talk about Monday because yeah. you got okay. a surprise that I want to talk about. Okay, well, I got a surprise in terms of we're recording this later in the week. Yeah, Nadine surprised me. She got take. I'm a big sports fan. I think everyone knows lesbian. This. I just, yeah, lesbian, right. but just like New Yorker. This is the first <laughs> time since 1994 that I that the Knicks, Rangers, Islanders, Devils, and Mets are all we're in all the in the playoffs. playoffs. Oh my god. Okay? okay, so it's like the New York is vibing with energy sure, right now. We're just yeah. like we're just firing on all cylinders. Yeah. In fact, the Ranger game is on tonight, so you I mean, get going for, soon. forgive me Jesus. for this, but yeah. So the thing about it is, like, I'm from New Jersey. The only sports team that we have in New Jersey is the New Jersey Devils. Right. Like the Jets and the Giants play in New Jersey, but mm -hmm. they are the New York Jets and the New York Giants. That's right. Okay, this is yeah. very important because the New Jersey Devils hockey team are the only professional sports team in New Jersey, and we are not fans of the Devils, okay? okay. We are Rangers oh, fans. I grew okay. up a New York fan. Oh. So when so, ooh, so when the Rangers are playing the Devils, it's like the equivalent of a Subway Series, and people sure. call Subway Series when the Yankees are playing the Mets right. because you just take the Subway and you can see both of the teams. Yep. So it's literally the equivalent of that. So everyone in the crowd has, like, stakes. Everyone's amazing. This is the Stanley Cup playoffs. The playoffs in hockey take forever to get through because everything's uh, out of game seven. It's like 17 rounds. Okay. Like the Stanley Cup isn't until June and we're in the playoffs already. Okay. So that's just, it's not like oh. a March Madness where it all happens within two weeks. I didn't like, know that. Yeah. It's literally like six, seven weeks of playoffs. Okay. And this was the first round. Mm -hmm. And she, she surprised me with tickets and she's like, listen, we're moving. Like, I really want to go. It was like the sweetest thing ever. Yeah. Like it was amazing. So I had to move the recording. John, of course, understood. Mm. But you know what? I just didn't 
have a good feeling about <gasps> it. Like, as soon as she got it, she was like, should we go? Like, she was kind of debating it. And then when I was in the shower, she's like, we're going. I got the tickets. <sighs> we were kind of debating about it. And I was just like, I didn't feel right about it. Why? A, they were really expensive. Oh. And B, I just... I... <laughs> I have a great time with Nadine and I know it, but my mood will be ruined if we lose. Like I am oh, a sore loser yeah. with sports. Like I just, I, this is why I can't belong to fantasy anything because <laughs> I know, because I don't want to be rooting against our, not our team. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like lose money in addition to the game. Like I can't I that. handle that madness. Yeah. And so like, I just had a bad feeling. It was, I mean, thank God it wasn't a blowout. Like we lost three to one and we mm. only, it was really two to one because it was an open net at like the last minute of the game. Sure, whatever. Yeah. We played so poorly. Mm. Like it was, it was a nightmare. Like yeah. I was, I was, I told Nadine, Nadine was like, are you having fun? And I was just like, no, oh. I can't have fun. <laughs> I just shit all over everything. Cause I was like, I, I, I hate get this that, so though. much. I get that. I just, I'm so invested. You know what? I think, and oh, sorry. Keep just going. Big, it's just, it's just a big deal. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? But I love Nadine, and I thought it was that's a sweet gesture. Really, really fun. Yeah, yeah. It was a sweet gesture. I want to juxtapose that to Monday's news of like waking up, and to be fair, I was at a baby shower on Saturday. Okay, with one of my oldest friends from college, like my first friend in college, and she's she's pregnant. She has four other siblings, and she has a sister who's also in the entertainment industry, who's younger than us, who also went to college with us, who works at CNN. Okay, and so immediately when I see her, and I don't want to say her name, sure, she's like for whatever but immediately when I see her I go I go um when is Don Lemon getting fired <sighs> and she laughed she was like oh you're not a Don Lemon fan I go no I'm not a Don Lemon fan okay. and literally that Monday yeah I get a text from her and she goes your prayers have been answered oh and I didn't hear any like you hadn't any heard announcement the news right yet. yeah hadn't heard the news she was just like your prayers have been answered and I was like what are you talking about she was like Don Lemon and I go, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then she was like, it's not announced yet. I was like, going to so say, don't I don't think anyone. it was on Monday. I'm, I just telling, yeah. I'm just telling you it's company-wide. And then five minutes later, the New York Times oh, okay. delivered the news. And then two two hours, an hour after that, the Tucker Carlson news came out. So yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like such a weird... Cable news had like a weird such a day. weird day. Yeah. It was such a weird day. I think it's all interesting. Indus- TV and streaming and cable news and stuff is all interesting. I wanted to mention, by the way, I, I watched some things. Now, br- this is breaking news, Darren. You, yeah, yeah. you watch things often. I don't. I don't know really why. I just don't. But I watched two things over the last week. Well, I want to talk about the first thing with you briefly. Sure. I don't really know the second thing. Okay. But the first one I want to talk about. Super so. Mario Brothers movie came out a couple weeks ago. I'm a big Super yeah. Mario fan. I have played Super Mario since I was a kid. You know, right around high school, people started getting into like Halo and those like action, first person, blah, blah, blah type of games. I was like, let's go back to Mario Kart 64. Like I was not one of those people that love those types of games, uh, the Halo type of games. So I've always really leaned into Super Mario. Yeah, I'm like an old school yeah. gamer. You don't yeah. need to have, like, I go to video games because I want to relax and have a little bit of entertainment. I'm not looking to, like, you know, spend my life in a virtual reality world for the next 10 months. Yeah. You know, like, that's just not me. So anyway, I was really excited. I didn't go the first week. By the way, the reason was because it was getting critically panned. Um, I was like, oh, maybe this isn't a good movie. But then 
the audience scores, you know, on well, Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I reported on it yeah. for NBC News saying that exact oh, thing. Oh, okay, I was so like, tell me. If you want a cinematic quality type of movie, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. For, you know, like, it's not going to get the Oscar. Like, you're not going for that. But it's also Super Mario Brothers. People are going because it's, like, yeah. for parents and kids. Because the parents used to play and the kids want to play. It's perfect timing like to make the movie, for sure. Right. It got, like, 54% on the critic score, <laughs> yes. but, like, a 96% audience score. But the interesting thing, what I wanted to ask you about this, was yeah. that I read an article that people were kind of pissed at Seth, uh, at Seth Rogen, mm-hmm. who played Donkey Kong, because he was like, I'm not going to alter my voice mm-hmm. to feel Donkey Kong. So, like, Donkey Kong's just going to, like, sound like me. Did you find that that was distracting? Did Great you question. Did you, did you notice? Well, the thing about this, too, was not just Donkey Kong, but Chris Pratt, who I'm not a big fan of, voiced Super Mario. And I think they released a trailer about a year ago, and we got a little glimpse of it, and we were all like, ugh, what is this? No. And then the subsequent trailers after that didn't include much of his voice at all. And then, yes, as you mentioned, the Seth Rogen thing, he didn't want to change his voice. He's like, look, I'm Seth Rogen. I'm known for my voice, by the way. I'm not going to be changing it on up. So I went into the movie a little apprehensive, like, "Uh, what are these? And by the way, Donkey Kong, as far as I'm aware, has never really had a voice. Super Mario has had a voice. There's a man, I'm not, I don't know what his name is off the top of my head, who's voiced Mario in the games for many years, who, by the way, yeah. also gets a cameo in the movie a couple times. Um, That's cool. Yeah, it is. It's nice. He gets a couple little woohoos, like, you know, a kind of signature Mario sound. But I will say, you know, a couple minutes in, I was like ready to go. Like I, I did not mind the voices whatsoever. And wow, yeah, okay. and I actually really like the movie. Now, listen, as Darren said, is it going to win an Oscar? Well, it, it might get nominated. It's already, cro- it's about to be a billion dollar movie, which. Well, it's kind of the argument of Top Gun, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Top Gun, it's like it's like even I didn't see the original, but when I watched it when I was covering the Oscars, mm-hmm. it's like it's a good movie and. It brought people back into the theaters. Like there is something to be said for that. Sure. Is it, is the story, you know, it's not always just about the story. It's about how the movie made you feel, how the movie even performed. I think when a movie makes a billion dollars, you can't say that it's not going to get nominated for best animated feature. Is it going to win? Who knows? But a billion dollars yeah. is no, you know, those don't happen too often anymore in the in the world of streaming. But I loved Super no. Mario Brothers movie. Um, it didn't blow me away. You know, it was definitely kind of, you could tell they were like, let's do a bunch of fan service and make a story kind of vanilla and just get through it without doing anything crazy. And they nailed it. And people are showing up in the billions of dollars. I don't even think it's been released in Japan yet where... Uh, you know, Nintendo was made. So that's going to add even more money to it. I'm looking right now as we record this, um, Super Mario Brothers movie is the number 26 movie domestically of all time and rising. Like that's crazy. It's huge. It's huge for an animated, especially an animated film. You know, we've seen Frozen, Finding Dory. What's the first one? Uh, the v- Avatar? Uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens. This is domestic just in the U.S. So just got the it, money it, it made it. here. Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man No Way Home, Avatar, and Top Gun Maverick are the top five. Black Panther is six, and Avatar The Way of the Water is number seven. So this is just, you know, Man, again. the audience is hungry for that type of movie, I guess. It sounds but, like it. You know, it is feel good and amazing. Yeah. I didn't even, 
I didn't even know Power Rangers. I don't okay, know let me tell you something. Sorry. The new Sorry. there's a new movie on Netflix, Power Rangers: Once and Always, and it is the oh, it's not in the cinemas. It's not in the cinemas, as far as I'm aware. No, okay. it's just on Netflix. It is a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie with three of the originals. Uh, I'm sorry, two of the originals, th- uh, two others that were kind of you know from that era, but came in after Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, it features Alpha Five. It's 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 set literally in the Mighty Morphin universe. Rita is back, you guys. It was nostalgia to to a ten to an eleven. I mean, I remember the original. Power That's Ranger what this movies. is. Yeah, it's based on that timeline, like Trini who. Tweet. With like the green green uh, ranger with that that came though like the um God I don't remember there were two movies that came out when I was a kid with had Power Rangers but yeah one of them had like a green ooze yeah or Ivan ooze was one of the people Ivan Zed ooze, yes, Rita yes no yes. Th- those people weren't in it but Rita was the main villain of this one um and it's a whole storyline about what happened after the end of that s- original series and. Can I tell you something? By the end of that movie, I was crying. And it is cheesy. It is bad. It is poorly written. It is not well acted. <laughs> um, the original Blue Ranger, Billy, or um, who's Billy, but played by David Yost. The original Black Ranger is in it. Um, and then, like I said, a couple of the others. Uh, it was, but it moved me. I was like, wow, I haven't seen some of this animation, some of these costumes since I was a kid. I, I was mean- a huge Power Rangers fan when I was a kid. So highly recommend if you loved Power Rangers back in the day. That's great. I mean, I, you know, you never know, especially because it's from the comfort of your own home. Maybe I'll check yeah. it out. I wanted to just wrap up this sure. NMR by saying RIP to Jerry Springer. Yeah, I saw that today. That was kind grew of weird. Up, grew up yeah. watching Jerry Springer, which is so weird because you're almost like how it was then. And I haven't watched like the recent Jerry Springers or whatever yeah. like that or how it ended. But when I was a kid, man. Yeah. That was what I put on. And really? it's so weird That's so to funny. think about like, yeah. like uh, uh, to think about like a 12 year old kid watching yeah, that yeah. type of stuff. But we now, did. But it was like Jerry we Springer, did. Maury. Yeah, it was. And yeah. like. And Darren, you and yeah, I. He had, oh, go ahead. He had pancreatic cancer anyway. It's oh, sad. I didn't know that actually. Can, yeah. He was only yeah. 79, which is way too young in my opinion. Um, Agreed. Yeah, Darren and I, you know, Darren, you and I got to go to the Steve Wilco show a few years ago for Martinis and Murder, and we got to see the original set where Jerry Springer was Mm. filmed, and it was like TV, you know, hallowed halls of television in that studio. And they were, by the way, the Steve Wilco group still to this day are the nicest Nicest people people that we ever worked with. It was so nice, yeah. That reminds me. What? So my parents are in Spain for two and a half weeks, like on a a trip with their friends. So my brother and I on Sunday, we take a sibling trip. Okay. And for some reason, whenever we do these like fun adventures, just me and him, mm-hmm. and we can name like five, yeah. we get like so drunk the night before. <laughs> like, and I don't know why. Like we hang out and we go to the bar the and we watch the game and we're just like drunk. Yeah. And so we were like hungover as hell. And you know, my brother and I used to collect Pez when we were a kid. <gasps> I and I looked this. up this like Pez Museum yes. out in Orange, Connecticut, which was about a little under two hours from my parents' house. So it was like as my brother said, he's like, two hours there, two hours back, 45 minutes of Pez. <laughs> and we were like the little, like felt like little pedos yeah. um, with all their kids. Mm-hmm. You know, we were the only full-blown mm-hmm. adults without any children at this museum. 
And we just had like the best time and it was awesome. But as we're driving, we're passing Stamford, Connecticut. Yes, where the And my brother was like, oh yeah, where are we? And I was like, Stamford. I was like, it actually has a lot of TV. Yeah. There. I was like, it has ESPN. I was like, it has WWE. It has Steve Wilkins. NBC, Annie is there as well. Yeah. Totally. And I was like, um, I was like, so it's actually kind of like a little bit of a bustling city. Yeah, it is. Like a tiny little bustling city. Like we were passing it. And it's like, there's just nothing out in Connecticut except yeah. Stanford. And I said, I said, I, I, you know, John and I were actually on the Steve Wilco show, so I had just thought of it. <laughs> That's funny. And then Jerry Springer. Aww, I know. Yeah. It was so weird. Timing is very so odd. odd. Yeah. So Pez Museum, my friends. Yeah. How was it? Did you buy any Pez while you were there? Is, were there any exclusives? The museum was actually amazing. There is There was like one exclusive Pez dispenser mm. um, for the museum, yeah. which we each bought. Uh, and I bought like a t-shirt, which was really cool, but it wasn't like they were selling like all the things that I sure, wanted, sure. but the museum was like cool. actually pretty fun. I saw the, you know, the most, uh, the tallest Pez dispenser in the United oh, States. Oh, okay. And just like, you know, there was a factory of like, they're making the candy. It was sure. cool. Like, you know, I mean, you're with little kids. But it it's wasn't a cool that huge. day trip out of New York, probably. You know, it was fun yeah. for me and my 38 year old brother <laughs> to do this. You know, my yeah. parents were like cracking up on the way home, like literally two hours there, two hours back, 45 minutes. minutes of Pez. Yeah. But it was super fun. And, That's you know, cool. I just love hanging out with my brother. So we had a great time. Well, I love that. You guys, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed all of our updates this week. Lots of fun topics on this week's episode, Darren. I'm really impressed with our diversity on this show today. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And we will see you guys Sunday. For or, all you new. know, only only if you're a sussy radish will you actually get to see yeah, us. You the rest you get us. to hear us mm-hmm. on Sunday for an all new episode of Shaken and Disturbed. Bye. Bye.